Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I'm your host, Keisha. We've got my husband who is white and his name is producer James. Hello. Yeah, we still get people who are surprised when they see you. <laughs> You're white. Are they surprised that I'm white? Or are yeah. they surprised that I look like I do? Both. And they wonder how you were able to get somebody that look as good as me. I wonder the same thing myself every day. Yeah, they're like, oh, he must make good money. Because <laughs> his head big, like real big. Like, James, describe how big your head is and the shape. Don't forget the shape. Um, It looks like Ron Perlman. Yes. <laughs> Yes. It's basically had a child with Ron Perlman. (laughs) So Ron Perlman incested with Ron Perlman. Yes. To give us a mutant Ron Perlman. Yes. Perfectly described. I could not. It looked like Ron Perlman had a baby with one of the creatures that he plays in movies. (laughs) Basically, I was created by Guillermo del Toro. Yes, and producer James and I do not have any biological children because he won fence to rip apart all my insides trying to push out a big head, big head ass baby. Like, no, like thank bu- you. It'd be like a bulldog where you have to like have to have a C-section. Yes, most definitely. And uh, no, already I mean, been through one C-section. It just we good, we good. I think one doctor told me I have a uh, what's considered like a Cro-Magnon. Yeah. Head. Yeah, you look yeah. like that. I like. Was it Star Trek? Klingon. Yes, one of those, but white. Yeah, because they were a little bit brown. They were all black. Okay, you. I don't think there is a white Klingon. You. (laughs) There is now. (laughs) Oh boy. So, um, this weekend, my mom got the bright idea to take the little grandkids because she's got um. Three, and then if you include my stepson, four grandkids. And my daughter, Skylar, is the oldest. She's 21. And then the next baby is three years old. And then the last one is one and a half. And there's another one on the way. So we taken a three-year-old who does live with us to Moody Gardens last weekend. So my mom's like, okay, well, let's do something this weekend. And her suggestion was Chucky motherfucking cheese. The big Chuck. Of all the places in the world, Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, it's a, where a kid can be a kid. It's a house of rats, okay? <laughs> it's a house of rats, rats, not just because Chuck E. is a rat, but those, it'd be so many goddamn kids in there running around. They literally look like, you know, in Australia, sometimes they get that mouse invasion where there's <laughs> <Yeah>. just mice <laughs> everywhere. That is what Chuck E. Cheese is to me. So... Before we go, you know, it's who who was all here? It was me, James, my mom, my niece Mila, her mom, and then my brother and his fiance came over to drop off my niece Vivi, who's one. So immediately when my mom walks out, she sees that my brother, he's got a new truck, but he doesn't have the license plate on the front part. Yeah, it's like a van, like a Houston Astros kind of a vanity thing. Yeah, so uh, that immediately set her the fuck off. Immediately. Immediately. Now, I wasn't there for the majority of it because I was in my room minding my own black business and um, getting dressed. But when I came out, like, we're loud. Like, that's normal. We're just loud. 
but it was an elevation of the loudness. I'm like, mm, what's going on? So it's my mom and my brother going back and forth. You just want to get pulled over by the cops. Why are you giving them excuse to it? You know better, Alice. That don't make no sense, Alice. You know you're doing wrong. You knew you, knew you didn't want me to see it. But mama, mama, it's okay. So It'll they're okay. Oh, mama. he was being meaner than that. You're, you're, oh, yeah, he was being way meaner than that. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. And so I just said, what is going on? He ain't got no license plate on the front part of his truck. I just said, oh, this ain't got shit to do with me. Who brought them shit? Please donuts. Let me get on up in this box and get me a donut. And they just went back and forth. So eventually I got to the point. I'm like, Alex, that's my brother. I'm like, did you forget who our mom is? She is a mother. She is a doctor. She is a gynecologist. She is a tax preparer. She is works for the CIA part-time. She is the uh uh food works at the food stamp office. She's a social worker. She's a social activist. She she's all of the she thinks that she's all of these titles, okay? She's in every three letter uh, Yes. To herself, she thinks that she is. She worked for human resources. She's a job trainer. She's just all that she drives. She could drive a train. She does all of these things in her mind, mind you, okay? So to the point I told my brother, I said, Alex, when I come back from the doctor and I tell her what the doctor has told me, uh-uh, you don't need to do this. You need to do this. I'm not talking about a trip from the PCP. I can... You know, I could rock with her a little bit if she says something about what this PCP said. Like, maybe there is a home remedy for that. But I'm talking about motherfucking specialists, rheumatologists, hematologists. People with the word ologists. Ologists behind their names. She tells me not to do what they say to do. I remind him, if I have listened to the things that she has told me to not listen to that the specialists have told me, I would be six feet under. Okay, but then she be out there telling them how to bury me because she's a mortician. Because she's also a, a mortician. Yeah, she's a, a funeral home owner. Yes, I'm. Just, he's like, man, I guess it's just been so long since I've had to deal with her every day. And I bucked my eyes and said, "Welcome to my fucking life." So that was the funny of the weekend right there. So, and even on the way to Chuck E. Cheese, she became a traffic reporter. <laughs> Just like, don't take this way. The freeway gonna be close. Take, I'm gonna take the back. Which way? It is just always, always, always something. But I will say I am blessed because she is here. She's good. She's healthy. Let me knock on wood. But that bitch talked too goddamn much. Like just. Now we're gonna cut the Charlotte in the uh, chopper. Right, right, <laughs> right. That that's her. Bit, bit, but she flying a chopper. <laughs> She's flying yes, too. yes. Because she knows how to do that as well. All right. If you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. So on our last show, which don't talk about me, I know it was a minute ago, okay? Only 21 days. No one talks more shit about (laughs) how often I record more than producer James himself. And we live together, so I hear it quite often. It's almost like a rebellion of sorts. The more he talks about I need to record, the more I feel the need to be sick and not be able to record. Which is really weird. 
I mean, it, it's your job. <laughs> like you didn't do this when you were like working eight to fives. You know, you wouldn't be like, you know, I wouldn't say something about your job. I'm like, well, I'm just not going tomorrow. No, because I could say something about my job and just not go the next day. I, I, I didn't need help nor support in doing that. I will take a day off. That is what PTO and sick days are for. To me, those are vacation days. <laughs> and why just let them sit there? Use them. So, so on my last show, I interviewed Deborah Williams, who is from the Real Housewives of Potomac. She was a friend of last season. And one of my questions to her was, was she going to be on the, the coming up season? And she couldn't really answer that. But we found out that she most definitely is going to be on there because there has been a Real Housewives of Potomac brawl. This wasn't no fight. This was some ghetto, in the hood kind of a fight. And you know who it revolved around? Let me guess. That fucking Little trained monkey spider monkey with a dry wig on. <laughs> Candace. Okay, so the word is that the girls were all, I think it was probably the season finale because they always have something big as their season finale. But yeah. this year it's going to be Giselle and Ashley Darby have teamed up to create an active wear line. So what they did was they had a little bit of a fashion show. So once the camera stopped rolling, because that was the finale, the girls all met up at, I don't, it looked like a club slash bar to me. And that's when all hell broke loose. Thank God people have cameras on their phones because we would have never been able to see this. So apparently Deborah and Candace are going back and forth about shit that happened last season that could have been resolved last season if Candace had been woman enough to have a conversation with Deborah like Deborah wanted to do. But no, she had to be Candace. So they're having words. And so one of the new girls who's gonna be a friend of, she really trying to get a flute is what she was doing because this didn't have shit to do with her at all. There was no reason for her to get into the middle of the fight. What's a flute? Oh my God. Is it like the peaches? Yes. A flute? Yes. For Potomac, every franchise of the real housewives holds something in their hand during their intro with the exception of the real housewives of New Jersey, which I don't know why they don't have anything in their head. They just put a fucking piece of pepperoni pizza in their hand. They're Italian. <laughs> They're from New Jersey. Just put, I don't know, a bowl of pasta or some bleaned out bowl of pasta in their hands. But for some odd reason, they've never had anything in their hands. But yes, Potomac, they hold flutes. Why a flute? So, I, sophistication, class, they ran out of shit. I, I don't know what else represents Potomac. <laughs> they ran out of shit. So they just got a flute. Okay. So um and, and we is. and we live for that. We we live for it. Ain't nothing in the flutes, but they have flutes in their hands. Ain't nobody in that show play a flute. No. Mm -mm. Okay. So one of the newbies, uh I wanna say she is a friend of Dr. Wendy's and she befriends Candace as well. Don't quote me on that. I, I think that's what I read. So while Candace and Deborah are going back and forth, this girl gets in the middle of it and throws a punch at Deborah. All right. So if you see the video, it's a little bit confusion of confusion with that part, but we see Candace and her, I don't even know how to describe her anymore. I'm gonna just stick with a small monkey. Like there's different breeds of small monkeys and she's all of them, okay? Kind of a lemur, like with long arms a little bit. 
Don't even do lemurs like that. I like oh, yeah. lemurs a little okay, bit. Sorry. So she, we see her standing up with like this big ass bottle of wine, knowing goddamn well she ain't gonna throw that wine. That wine was Period. as big as her. It was as big as her. <laughs> even have you know how they have those little single bottles of champagne, like the individuals? Mm -hmm. She couldn't even throw that. She can't fight. She all she could do is talk shit and fold a napkin very well, or origami style to wipe away her tears, all right? So these girls are going at it like they are on the floor fighting, throwing punches and pulling a lot of hair. And so from what we saw, it kind of looked like the girl had the upper hand on Deborah. But then again, we didn't get to see the whole video. So also I need to mention, there is a woman who has on a lime green, um, you know how it's a suit, but it's with shorts instead of pants. Okay. It's like a blazer with matching shorts. And it appears, and she's trying to intervene and kind of stop the fight. And they drag her down on the ground as well. And all of us thought that it was Giselle because it looked very much like Giselle. But if we really know Giselle, we would know damn well Giselle was not going to work that hard to break up a fight. She was no. probably the one who was filming the fight, okay? And released <laughs> it to TMC. But it was not Giselle. It's also another possible friend of this season so y'all know me and my my nosy ass which i really was concerned i'm like oh that's my girl deborah what is going on so a couple of days later she kind of responded to the fight video and she says that she has her hand open and there's a, a nail in it like a full-on nail and she's like this is your nail from trying to tug on my real hair so it looked like the girl was pulling up trying to pull deborah's hair which to me that's just uh i can't win this fight i'm just gonna pull this bitch's hair thinking she could pull it out but it was deborah's real hair but she must have been tugging pretty hard because i mean it was a full-on fingernail stuck in her hair wow. and deborah then goes on to tell us how was your ambulance ride insinuated that the girl left in an ambulance damn so i of course i of course can't see what candace said because she has me blocked as we all know but i i need the season to start like yesterday when is when does um when is it's the premiere? scheduled to i want to say fall fall yeah wow i That's mean a long time to kind of get ready or maybe sooner but yeah i okay. think in the i mean fall starts in Technically August. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. We don't know that here in Texas. We, yeah, we have no because idea. It's hot as fucking balls in August. <laughs> but no, August is a fall month. It is the beginning really? of I think. I okay. think. I gotta do some Googling. Or that. I mean, do what a producer would do. Look the shit up real quick. You're it, in front of two monitors. I think the longest day is in August and, and then it starts getting fall. shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So August is begin. I think I heard someone say September, if I'm not mistaken. Now he wants to sit. Now he wants to. Y'all hear him typing? Now he's looking it up. Anyway, so in other Real Housewives news, we had the premiere of the reboot of Real Housewives of New York, better known as Roni. I have to say that because every time I say Roni, 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 James is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Who are you like, talking about? It's, yeah, he thinks I'm talking about some black girl named Roni. Rone, Ronisha, for, you know, he thinks that's what he thinks I'm talking about. I'm like, no, it's Real Housewives of New York, which many of you know, I did not watch the original, but I'm one of those people that I don't have to watch a show to know everything about the show. 
So it's a reboot. So it's a totally new cast. Totally new cast. New. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Which, when I say they were all about inclusion with this cast, they was not playing the fuck around. All right. So we have Bren, who some of you may be surprised to know is half black because you really cannot tell. I'm usually pretty well. Black people, no matter how light or white looking the person is, we can always spot like a black feature. Yeah. But it was, it's kind of hidden in her a little bit. Now, my friend Dan, hey Dan, he was the one who first told me that she was half black because his roommate, actually used to be friends with Bryn's brother. Oh. I'm like, God dang, they ain't friends now. So I can get like an interview. Like, can you make them re help them rekindle their relationship? I'll even buy them dinner. I will <laughs> I will send the money up there. Like I need the scoop on Bryn. So we've got Bryn. Then we've got Sai, who is Afro Latina. And the majority of these girls are social media influencers or they have something to do with the fashion industry then we have uba who is a model but i also think she does something food related um if, if i'm trying to think about her instagram account i think that she does something with cooking as well then there is jenna jenna is bisexual okay we know that jenna used to be married and she had a son then at some point she went strictly to women. So okay. does that still make you bisexual or does that make, does that make you a lesbian now? Well, it makes it whatever she says she is. So she says she, a lesbian. Okay. Then she's, so she's a lesbian. Yeah. She's okay. saying she's gone full. Yeah. Lesbian. And she is so fucking New York. I love her style. I mean, it is for people who live in the South. When we think about New York, this is what we think about. Like, this is New York. Then we have Aaron, who is Jewish. And then we have Jessel, who is Indian. So they went all, the only thing they're missing is a gay man. Oh, yeah. Which <laughs> yeah. As a housewife? <laughs> As a housewife. That is the only thing that they are missing right there. Like, they, they made sure they had a checklist and they marked off check check double check because we got some doubles on here as well oh, yeah. you know what i mean um but i personally really like the show so the first episode this is how new york these bitches are they had a fight about cheese <laughs> not government cheese like oh real cheese real che uh, cheese pl a fancy cheese platter oh a charcuterie board a of charcuterie cheese? board of sorts Ooh. yes and they also felt about how, what part of the 2000s a restaurant was, that they went to was. They're like, okay. that's so 2014. Why would you go there? Yeah, that wow. is how New York they are. Like, we don't do that down here. We don't say, oh, that restaurant's last season. We don't have no, seasons. We don't, well, we don't have seasons or, <laughs> oh, up. that restaurant was, that's where everyone went in 2019. No. No, we'll we're that. like, is the food still good? Well, it's still Dairy Queen, so. Yeah, <laughs> which I don't know. They don't have Dairy Queens in New York. No. No, so that is what, so they, so, okay. So a lot of you don't even know what Dairy Queen is and you've never even seen a Dairy Queen com commercial because in the commercial it goes, DQ, that's what I like about Texas. It is Southern. Yep. It's Southern, way Southern. Yeah, so if these bitches are, fighting about a restaurant that was so 2014, they would, they would shit on us about going to Dairy Queen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you could get a soft serve on a cone. 
with sprinkles. Mm, where you could get a hamburger. And you a blizzard. Could, and a blizzard. And they turn your blizzard upside down so you can know it's really a blizzard. Yeah. Yes. And you could also get tacos <laughs> and burritos and onion rings. You can get chicken fingers, steak fingers with gravy, the white gravy. And the orange Julius. And toast. <laughs> with, to with toast. With toast. And you, you dip your toast in the gravy. Yep. Yeah, that's why we have high cholesterol down here in Texas. <laughs> that's why we're all fucking falling over at 800 yes, pounds. Yeah, these bitches are getting into a fight about cheese. So last night, episode two came out, and the bitches were being snooty about a caviar bar. Oh, oh, is this where the lady put the caviar on the Pringles? Yes, yeah, so they had like, <laughs> no, so they had like a caviar connoisseur oh. come and do a caviar spread. Okay. These bitches God. complained about that. Really? Yeah. It wasn't the right kind of caviar. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. They said it wasn't enough variety of food. Like they had caviar in different. Like they had caviar with uh, on Pringles, which I guess that's like a new thing. I guess they were kind of being woke. Like you can be poorish and eat caviar. I don't know. No, I didn't get the Pringles. It doesn't work like that. But they had crackers <laughs> and they had like fresh dill and they okay. had all these. It looks real. I could have got full. I'm lying. Cause I would have been like, where the gravy at? Y'all gonna put some great, where's the catfish? And where's the, the, catfish, where's the catfish and the tartar sauce to go? Like to, <laughs> to me, I've never had caviar day in my life. But to me, that looks like something that is an appetizer. It looks like a topping. Yeah. But it also looks very fucking expensive. And I'm going to yes. be pissed off as hell if I have a caviar connoisseur come to my house, do a whole spread. I mean, it was a spread. It was a lot going on. And these bitches were still complaining about that. So they're all at Aaron's house in the Hamptons, mind you. Okay. They're in the Hamptons. All Off right. Off season. Off season in the Hamptons. All right. She's like... Why the fuck would I serve you guys lunch when we're going to dinner at seven? See, that's how it's New York. Because down here, we most definitely gonna have a big ass lunch and still go to dinner two hours later like we didn't eat at all that day. Oh, they're two separate meals. Two separate meals. We, totally have, we have dinner and supper and dessert. Like, Elevensies. yeah, we do. Like, look, we wake up in the morning down here and have a snack with our coffee and then have a full on breakfast. Breakfast for us down here is pork sausage, beef sausage, link sausage, bacon, two types of bacon, eggs, grits, cheesy grits, biscuits, toast, jam, butter, all of those things. We have what people eat for lunch and dinner as breakfast. As breakfast. Like tacos. Yeah, breakfast tacos. tacos. Yeah, well, our breakfast tacos are like this. Like y'all are probably thinking eggs and sausage. No, we have chorizo, eggs, cilantro, pico. We have brisket, br yes, barbecue brisket, brisket tacos. tacos for breakfast in the morning time. Thank you, Bucky's. And if we're thinking, don't let us have a little bit of fruit because then we think the whole damn meal was healthy. <laughs> okay while these bitches are up there up north talking about a caviar bar we have an apple danish thinking we did good do you know how fucking rich we would think if we went to our friend's house okay and they had a caviar bar you know what with our friends mm -hmm. we would think how big of an asshole they were bringing us over to service caviar we'd be like well where the rest of the meat yeah, exactly. yeah we think that was not enough that 
y'all but y'all got meat on the pit right the pit is smoking in the backyard correct you got brisket ribs right no, no we, we would have we would have this is how we would do caviar down here on a buttered biscuit we would have a little bit of caviar <laughs> a little bit of jelly a little bit of sausage <laughs> some hot sauce and dip it in gravy. Oh, we throw Tabasco on we, that caviar. Tabas yes, and that make is everybody cry. Yeah, that is. I mean, I agree with them that caviar would not fill me up, but I wouldn't go to someone's house and bitch about it. I wouldn't either. Okay, so then Pretty it gets. Sure I wouldn't it gets either. worse. Now, mind you, y'all know me. I'm only going to talk about the petty parts of the show, which I so far I love Roni. I like it a lot. I mean. It is like, oh, you, Roni's coming back on. I was like super excited last night and it did not fail. So we have Jenna who used to work for J. Crew. Wasn't she like a like a big deal? She was there? a big, huge deal. Yeah. Jenna Lyons. Like she's a she's such a big deal that she told us that the New York Post actually outed her before she could out herself Ooh. to her family. Yeah. That's, big. that's a big fucking deal right there. So as her gift, because you know, all these bitches always give away gifts. Look, when we come to your house, we bring cookies. We may, <laughs> you may bring some wine if we're feeling fancy, but that, and maybe some flowers, but that's all we do. This was not even her house and she still brought gifts for each girl. She brought, she brought for them each lingerie. Wow. That's some fancy shit. And these bitches still complain about it. Complain. First it was Uber. Uba's like, oh, this is, oh, I don't like it. This is awful. This is one piece. Why did Erin get two pieces? Did she not look at my Instagram and see this body? Oh. Which I thought what she had on looked great. Which she eventually came around. I don't know if she was lying or not. But she's like, you know what? I changed my mind. I love it. I love it. It looked great. And it looks, nothing can look bad on her. All right. She's like seven foot four. <laughs> she's Somalian. Okay. She's going to look good in everything. But then we get to Jessel, who hasn't had sex with her husband since the birth of her twins, who are like, uh, twenty, like like, they're like, <laughs> like one and a half. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, mm. she re-virginized herself basically. Okay, mm. she gets an out. She gets a piece of lingerie that I don't know what kind of green this was. It was an emerald green, kind of a jade. Yeah, green. it was like a, shade. Like dull-ish yeah. green, yeah. So it's satin, silk, I don't know what it was, and it had lace on it. And first she was offended because it was a size large. You don't have large lingerie. Someone actually <laughs> said, lingerie, you only want to see an uh, an XS or an S on your lingerie. Right. Not for this body that I have. Maybe that's why I don't make, bother wearing. I think lingerie is one of the stupidest things on planet Earth, unless you're a model and you're modeling the lingerie. Yeah, she does not own one piece of lingerie. No. Never has. I just stopped wearing panties out of a pack two years ago <laughs> because my friends had an intervention for me. Yeah. <laughs> They seriously they had did. an intervention for me, made me feel bad about, but to me, there is nothing more euphoric than opening up a new pack of panties. A new pack. New pack of panties. A new bag. Rip of me panties. out the plastic I've been acting brand new. From Walmart. I don't shop at Walmart, and you know I don't. <laughs> they were from Target. 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 Okay. <laughs> but my friends talked about me so fucking bad that now I only buy panties off the motherfucking hanger. Okay. I'm like, are you bitches happy? When I get a new pair, I send them a snapshot. Look, this has lace on it. Oh, this is silky. What the fuck? By the end of the day, they gonna stink. Okay. <laughs> that is how I look at it. 
So she's got on and it and to be to be fair, it didn't fit her well. It wasn't becoming of her body and her titties. I don't know if they had a sag to them. I couldn't tell where they were. Yeah, it didn't fit her well. Okay, but it was cute. But this bitch threw a catastrophic fit about this. This how horrible is this? This is so ugly. Why would anyone think that I would look good at it? No one would look at good in this. Look at this color. But to me, the color was flattering of her dark Indian complexion. I thought so I too. I thought it looked very well. It did. So she's bitchy. I mean, it is a bitch fest that she's doing. Like, I felt secondhand embarrassment for her for how much she was bitching about it. Because to me... Part of the problem was your body ain't where you really want it to be right now. And she's bitching about this in front of the person from the fashion industry who gifted it to her. This is what I would have done. I don't think this flatters my body like, but Jenna, how can I get this in a smaller size or a bigger size? I love it. Thank you so much. I just don't think it looks right on me. I would love it in a different size. She stomped her way upstairs saying, I don't think this will... I, someone's crazy to think that this will look good on me. I tell you what, if I spend my good time and my good money, even if I got, even if she had gotten the shit from free, so let's say she called up one of her friends in the fashion industry and said, look, I need this for this girl, that girl, whatever. I'd be like, I tell you what, bitch, while we in this kitchen down here by this leftover caviar, I'm gonna need you to take that motherfucking piece of lingerie off and give it back to me. I will go give yep. it to a homeless person in the Hamptons. I don't think Which I don't they think those have exist. those. But I tell you what, when we get back to New York, the first homeless man that I see, I'm giving this motherfucking dress to. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck your twins. Fuck your husband. Fuck the country you came from. That is how pissed off I would have been. Because yep. she was acting such, it was offensive almost. It was like childish. Really yeah. fucking childish. Especially when she stomped up the stairs like talking a, shit about it. Like a 10-year-old who yeah. just got told no. She was bitchy so much, so much that the other girls were kind of just like looking at each other like, damn, and we thought we was bitches for talking about the caviar. Obviously, we crawled so this bitch Jessel could walk. Because it was just bad, and I think they're going to rip into her next episode. It Probably. was so bad that poor Jenna just was looking down. She couldn't even say anything. Like, and she, to me, she's kind of a badass, but she didn't even, like, defend herself. She didn't say anything. Just, it was bad. And it was so nicely, like, she had it nicely wrapped in cute little bags. and. Oh, yeah. I mean, she put some thought into it. Yeah. Like, if someone gifts, like, I've been gifted things from people, um, especially clothes that I did not like. I would never put it on my box. Like, I would have felt how Jenna felt, but I would have kept it on the inside. Yeah, you're pretty civil and, and yeah. you have some class. And I would have just given it to someone else. Right. You know what I mean? There you go. It wasn't wasted. I didn't like it, but someone else may like it. But it was no reason to be rude to the gifter at all. Yep. So if you're not watching Roni, most definitely check it out. So we're going to go from New York to Hillbilly and talk about this new Jason Aldean song, Try That in a Small Lots of, lots of controversy about this. I have not listened to the song. I have looked at the lyrics of the song. I have looked at parts of the video, okay? Now, we come from a small town, very small town. And on our fa my Facebook thread, I see lots of people, I still Jason Aldean. Yeah, I'll try that in a small town. Oh, 
stuff has happened in our small town and your bitch ass didn't do not one motherfucking thing. Actually, in our small town, we had a, what would you call Hurricane Harvey? We made national news. Uh, a catastrophic disaster. Yeah, it, that devastated our town. And some of these same homes, homes talk about started in a small town, you volunteered? Did you cook meals? Did you donate? Did you help with cleanups? No, you did none of that in this small town. Yeah, that small town meant nothing. Zero to you. to you. You don't even be claiming that. Like, I looked at your Facebook page and the info. It don't even say what town you from. But you're talking <laughs> about, I'm going to get a t-shirt made saying try that in a small town. Now, Producer James, I know you have more info on this because you did watch the whole video. You now, producer James and I come from very different viewpoints. Okay, um, racial, racially, uh, how we grew up, so we see certain things quite differently. So I want to get what your intake is, but please, before you do that, do remember who the fuck you live with, and there is racial diversity with our house, but it's pretty much on the side of the darkers in this household. <laughs> true. Yes. True. Uh -huh. Go ahead. So like reading the lyrics and listening to the song, it's to me, it's just another one of these um, kind of rah, rah, redneck, blue collar, don't do that in my town kind of shit. I mean, Montgomery Gentry had a song that was, you know, a little bit like it years ago, which was just, it's my town, you know, it's different. It's small town. It's, it's whatever the, you know, if it wasn't for the video, mm -hmm. you could you could literally read the lyrics just as, okay, no one likes riots, no one likes violence, no one likes that kind of bullshit. It it doesn't make any difference whether it's a small town or not, because mm -hmm. there's some plenty of small towns in fucking West Virginia where some shitty things happen all the time. Mm -hmm. Don't make no difference if it's a small town. Mm -hmm. um, but the video, mm -hmm. the video really put the narrative to the song. Which was, um, I mean, d granted, racially charged, perhaps so undertone of racism. So you could, so in the song, it's hard to get that, mm -hmm. but the video, uh, granted the, the footage they used mm -hmm. had, you know, had violence from all different areas, different people. It was kind of a little bit of everything, it, but, but, hey, the, church, but the, 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 the courthouse, uh -huh. which they stood what, in front of, which was what, which, which has a history of, I think, was it a, someone who got lynched a black man was lynched because yeah. i think a white woman said that he looked at her or it, it was something it was something like that yes. and and yeah he chose to stand he in front of that, that church that that court i'm not sure i keep saying yeah. church uh that, so again you put it all together mm -hmm. it is really hard to defend it mm -hmm. it was easy to give it a pass as just another you know, rah rah redneck song, mm -hmm. which country music spits out mm -hmm. every couple of years, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the video gave it the context that it's hard to uh, ignore. So, also, Jason Aldean was very vocal during the Black Lives Matter protests. Okay, right. now, yes, there were protests, but there were tons of peaceful protesting as well. There was some rioting, but there was also peaceful protests but whenever people see people of color protesting even if it is peacefully it's an issue now let me ask you because you said that there was in the video you could see several different types of riots correct perhaps he should have stood in front of the white house instead of that courthouse footage, uh, video footage from january 6th 
I mean, that would have been, to be honest with you, that would have been a really, really good way mm -hmm. to try to balance uh -huh. the message. Because he didn't want to balance it. No, he didn't want to balance it. He didn't it. want to no, balance it. it. It was about it was about writing, not about the January six writers, which, which was, was horrible, which was bad as well. Absolutely. Yes. But uh, no, you could you could tell it was that it was that urban riot. Don't mm -hmm. try that in my town. Mm -hmm. But and this is to the credit and to the detriment of Black Lives Matter. They did such a good job of being so public. Mm -hmm. Now, they are the face of riots. riots. Yeah. So anytime you talk about riots, people assume you're going to talk about BLM because mm -hmm. they just seem to. It was the most recent. It, it, it was the most recent and it was the most visible. But I think. let's not forget January 6th. That's pretty I, bad. I, I, yeah. Yeah. It was horrible. But it was a different class of different people yes. doing it. That yep. was the difference. Yep. Here's and my take on it. And, and, and country music, just to add, country music has not had one song that I've heard of about that, that. condemns yeah. an attempted coup of our country. Yes. Coon? Who are you calling the coon? I said coon. Oh, boy. I was about to say. I was about nope. to ride up in this house. So, to me, <laughs> it matters not because country music makes me fucking fart. I can't stand it. Uh, unless it is Shania Twain. Uh, or Dolly Parton. J uh, John Michael Montgomery, he can mm. still get it if he want to. But other than that, eh, I don't really have anything for it. Y'all can kick me out of Texas if you want to, but no, I don't do country country music. But I don't do um, new country. Yeah, much at all. And I tell you what, I don't like things that, or I don't like things that have a racist undertone to them. I'd rather you be toned with it so I can know exactly what I'm, don't hide behind it. Like I'm a mega bitch. I don't do undertone bitch. I'm a bitch bitch. I want everyone to know I'm a bitch. So bitch, you know, not to fuck with this bitch. I don't like the undertone of it because then that, because to me, the undertone is I know I'm wrong, but I'm going to do just enough that it's like, no, it can't be that because I put that in it. See, I respect somebody like, you know, I hate racist, but I respect someone who is clearly racist mm -hmm. because i can say okay i see the i see purely what you are mm -hmm. i can clearly disagree with you mm -hmm. and we can clearly have a debate about who we think is right that undercover shit it's yeah. it's weak it's pointless if you're gonna be a fucking racist be a loud one I just agree. like if you're gonna not be be a loud yeah, one well. So some of y'all may not agree with us. So what we're going to do the next segment is we're going to talk about black people. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. And I want to remind you guys to make sure to follow us on Instagram. And if you're enjoying the show, make sure to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Remember, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> oh, I got to give a shout out real quick. I don't know if you guys listen to the Queen of Con podcast, but it is so freaking good. It is basically about female con artists, all right? This season is all it's going to be all about Jen Shaw. I haven't started it yet, but I'm a I don't I don't listen to podcasts unless I'm in the car. I don't know. I'm weird. I just, really? no, I can't, I can't, I don't know what it is. It's relaxing. I can concentrate on it when I'm driving and listening to a podcast. I just cannot do it in the house. I, I don't know what it is, but most definitely check it out. I'm super excited to check out this season. It's so good, but start with season one, start with season one. All right. Also, 
If you love hearing my voice, you can check me out on Pink Shade Podcast as we are breaking down and recapping Match Me Abroad, which is on TLC. There's only two more episodes. And also, love during lock up. Villain Fridays. We love it. We love it. Okay. Anything else, Producer James? Did I forget to say like or subscribe or... Uh, support us on Patreon. Just uh, like us, love us as we are. Oh, and if you're going to BravoCon this year, child, that whole BravoCon, that is something else right there. I am shocked. I am... <laughs> This, I mean, I feel like there's people out there selling ass for a ticket to BravoCon. There could be. It is insane. Like, the tickets sold out within minutes. I had no Not idea. 10 minutes. Less than minutes. 10 minutes. Yeah, it sold out yeah. like a Taylor Swift concert. Yeah, so, you know, and you had to be there or be square to yep. get your ticket, all right? So, Producer James and I are most definitely going to be there. Uh, Mary Payne from Pink Shade is going to be there, along with her producer, Ingrid. Um, and we're going to be staying at Caesar's Palace. <laughs> Which is where BravoCon is going to be. Don't hey, don't hey. So I'm hoping that I get stuck in the elevator. Like the elevator breaks down. And I am stuck in there with Giselle Bryant. For sure. I could just be with Giselle. I would say Teresa Judice, who's one of my faves, but she just... She, she seems like someone you could take me. in small doses. No, I would love to take her in lots of doses, dosages. But I, she, the last two seasons, she's just, I don't know. Ever since Louie came into the picture. Louie's ruined it. Me and Tree just have not been right. We have not. But you know what? I would love to be stuck in an elevator with any of them. Yeah. Because y'all know I'm just going to do a whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on our iPhone. I'm like, I finally got one of you hoes on my show. Hey. Welcome to the Libra Knowledge Education. We're reporting live from BravoCon. All right, so this is something, oh, Lord, the whole black community is just so beyond embarrassed because, I mean, you guys have heard me talk about this before. Once upon a time when, like, a really crazy, like, bizarre crime was committed, we knew it wasn't one of us. We knew it was, it was more white. in the shade of producer James. But ever since that motherfucking, what was it, the, the, B2, the BK killer shoe well, sniper guy? Well, the, yeah, the, the DC sniper. Yeah. Things, and Jesse Smollett. Things just been going way, way down for us. Like, I'm at the point now, I'm going to say, I'm just real dark West Indian or East Indian or something like that. Uh, don't associate me with these. So Carly Russell made national news because she was kidnapped, okay? This was a crazy case. So this girl is driving. Where is she? Where does she live at? Is she in? I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember if she's at, in Atlanta. I can't, I can't. I think it's Atlanta. Okay. So she's driving on the highway, and she sees a toddler on the side of a road in a diaper walking, okay? So she did what any other person would do other than me. She pulled over, like, hey, baby, where the fuck are you going? It's nighttime. You're in the diaper. You're on, a, you, you're on the side of a road. What are you doing? So she calls 911. She's like, look, there's a toddler on the side of the road. You know, I don't know what to do. This is where I'm at. Then she calls her family. She's like, y'all, y'all, because that's what black people do. We will, we will call our family before we call the proper authorities. But she did it right. She called 911 first. Then she called home. She's like, y'all, I'm, I'm driving. I see this baby on the side of the road. You know, I, I'm going to help him. I don't know what to do. Then radio silence. 
they they don't know what to do. The police go out to where she is. They find her car. They find her phone. They find the food, some food in there. They find her wig. Oh, my God. She's been kidnapped. Alabama, by the way. Okay, Alabama. Big they found country. her wig. They found her wig. They found her cell yeah, phone. Bad. And they found her food. So for the first time, a missing woman of color makes national news. Yeah. This is huge for us because, I mean, this is big we're for so, us. We're so happy and proud. Yeah, because when we come out missing, it's like the nation don't give a fuck. You know, unless someone with blonde hair, blue eyes, gonna be saying, oh my gosh, we're having a national day of silence because this person is missing. We don't get that kind of attention. And it's not just black women, it's women of color in general. True. So this was huge. We're like, finally, finally, great. We got to find Carly. Like, where is Carly at? Like, I go in the room, talk to my mom. I'm like, I don't think this is going to end well. This shit don't sound good. They, it sounds like what they did was they used this baby as a way to catch this girl, Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I think you guys know. I'm super duper paranoid about human trafficking, sex trafficking, uh, child trafficking. I don't even call it just trafficking. I, it's in categories to me. That oh, yeah. is how, like, paranoid I am about any form of kidnapping. Like, we have talks about this in our house, all of us. They even starting to kidnap chubby people. That's what I thought when Carly went missing. I'm like, oh, she kind of thick. They, see, I thought we were safe. See, that's when you start really got to wonder. Hmm. Suspicious. Suspicious. Because it's usually, they don't you typically go higher than a size six or eight. Because we <laughs> trouble. We, it's a lot of handle. It's a lot of heavy lifting. Oh, yeah. It's going to take a couple of us to pull this big bitch. That's what they would say if they were trying to kidnap me. First, when they saw, if someone tried to kidnap me, first the resting bitch face and the knife in my hand is going to make them think twice. But I'm going to give you a fight for your life with these thighs trying to kidnap me. I'm going to use the titties, <laughs> the big stomach, the ass, all of it to save my own life. Like, I am super... I'm so paranoid about trafficking that people, they laugh at me about it because they think that I'm joking, but I'm so fuck. My child leaves the house with the following things, a taser, a rape whistle, mace, brass knuckles. That is how hardcore we are about it. And that's a hundred percent true. No yes. joke, no exaggeration. 100% yes. True. I do purse checks to make sure that she really does have all of these things. So we're like, okay, black people are like, we got to do prayer circles. You know, we need to contact shamans. We need to talk to our ancestors because we have got to find Carly. We Carly, need Black Panther. You, Carly, T'Challa. Did you hear about this? In Wakanda? Y'all talking about it? Okay, y'all talking about it in Wakanda? Okay, good, 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 good. We got the Wakandas on our side. Okay, we got the Wakandas. Like, this was huge for us. Like, we're over our stoves. It's cooking stuff with tears in our eyes, tears dropping in and seasoning the goddamn the soup because we are trying to call on our ancestors because we got to find Carly, y'all. We in the news. We don't It is the equivalent of somebody who has been selling their rap CDs for years and years and years in their trunk, and they finally make it big. 
That is what Carly, that was a representation for us. It's like Carly got kidnapped. It's like we all got kidnapped. It is like, oh my God, this girl, we got to find this girl, y'all. Where are the dolls? We got the dog. Where is dog the bounty hunter at? We need him on the case. Uh, yeah. I think it's pretty clear he wouldn't look he for He would for attention. So then what was it? Two, three days later, Carly is found. So we're like, y'all. They found Carly. Yeah. Carly back. Carly back. We're about to get a story now. But then we heard Carly was found at her house Without, on the front yeah, porch. Yeah, with no bound marks of any kind. We didn't, we didn't even get that far. As yeah. okay. soon as they said she showed up at her house, I said, nah, meh, this bitch lying right here. This bitch is lying. So I tell my mom, I'm like, this don't sound right. She's like, well... Well, which I was shocked because my mama don't like nobody and she don't believe shit. <laughs> then I start telling some of my friends and I'm like, y'all, uh-uh. The math is not mathing. It ain't mathing. Two plus two is not equaling five, four. It's equaling 17. Something is not right. And everyone's like, well, I mean, I got into a couple of Instagram, like not big arguments, but people are like, no, it's true. It's true. Uh-uh. Somebody said they saw that same baby. Really? <laughs> Because we have yet to get a description of this infant who's just walking around all over fucking Alabama by himself. Well, and no missing persons. No who, missing persons. No, no Amber Alert for him. Nothing at all. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, y'all just forgot about that white baby. We don't know what color the baby was. Did we ever know what color the baby? There was no description of the baby. But we're gonna assume. Okay, but we're gonna assume it's white. And and I, I we're, no. And I'm gonna tell you why. You're right. Please. It is a white baby. I'm gonna tell you why in a second. So Carly shows up at home. So everyone, everyone in the black community, with the exception of me and like maybe 5,000 other black people, were like, this some goddamn bullshit right here. She showed up at home. So you mean to tell me that kidnappers all of a sudden say, this person is getting national attention. Let me pull over my 18-wheeler, drive her into our neighborhood, and drop this one off. Like, no one does that. That never happens. That never fucking happens. No, and every been, missing person parent does it. There has been rich people who have been kidnapped and still wind up being dead after their families paid the ransom. Like, this just, they don't come, they don't usually... They don't usually just get dropped no. off. No, no, no. Without Especially on their street. Telling streets. the police, by the way, I got returned. No, how about on their street? On their fucking street. Yeah. First of all, how do you know where I live? You have my driver's license? I'm going to need that all the way back from when I get home and go back to nursing school, okay? Because she's in nursing school. So then her parents decide to do a motherfucking interview. That's when I really oh knew this was some niggeration toleration in this dancery right here because i know my people and i know when my people are lying and they was lying how does someone ask you was your daughter fighting for her life and you're saying yes yes she was but your head is nodding back and forth, not up and down but left to right your head's no, shaking no 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 your, wor your words are not your words are not matching your with shaking. your body language at <laughs> all I don't like, they should have just stayed quiet. They just should have said, we too distraught to have this interview. They did a couple of interviews, and each one was just as bad. Now, y'all know, because I have watched enough CS, uh, C, what is it, CSI, CSI SWAT. Yeah, SWAT. I think I'm borderline a fucking homicide detective, okay? And I also do detective work for human trafficking. So I immediately knew, again, once again, 
This bitch is fucking lying to the nation. Where is Quanell X at? Cause he need to be all up in her ass. So then a couple of days later, cause I'm still having debates with people who just think I am so wrong for not believing this girl. So I'm on TikTok. I'm like, finally, there's people. Okay. Yeah. 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 This makes sense. So the first thing was Carly left work and she ordered food and she picked up that food, which that's fine. That's what you do when you get off work. You're hungry. All right. But the food was left in the car. I tell you what, most black people that I know that pick up food after they get off a shift, half the food is going to be left by the time you get home. Her food was not touched. It's going to get started as soon as you're in the parking lot. Yeah, my finger's going to be, uh, by the time I get home, I'm licking my fingers, licking the <laughs> grease off so I can go ahead and open my car door. Yeah. So the food is left in there. Then it came out that she had made a stop to Target to pick up granola and cheeses, which the Target bag was not found inside of the car. If I'm a kidnapper and you're going to provide snacks for me when I kidnap you, I'm going to go ahead and accept them. You know, you know what I mean? I just, yeah, sure. But that also leads you to think she picked up snacks for herself. Then it comes out, and this is this is when this was all the clear before the police did their conference. This was all the clarification that I needed. The boyfriend had been cheating on her with a stripper. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't know that part. Oh yeah. So she's big mad at him. Oh. oh. Instead of doing what any normal woman would do, which would be to bash out his windows, go to his job, cuss him out, go get your cousins and y'all roll up on the girl and beat her ass while she's going up and down on that pole. She stages a whole kidnapping. So finally, there is the news conference. And I'm like, here, here is, I'm about to be like, I knew all this to everyone that I know. I knew this. I told y'all this. Da, 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 da. So here are the facts. No child has been reported missing. No one else saw this child. And little did Carly know was that cameras were able to video her as she's making this stop. Now, when she made the phone call, she also drove, what was it, 600 yards? It was like the amount, it was like the equivalent of three football fields, okay? Now, this is a toddler possibly a homeless child, a child who has been beaten because they're used for bait. That motherfucking kid needs to be in the Olympics because he was moving fast. If you had to go follow him that hard for that long, he is moving pretty fucking fast, okay? Then they realized that she made other phone calls, okay? Then they also found out that she was staying in a hotel under another name. And she also took all of her snacks and other delectables from Target with her, okay? And she also was making calls from a burner phone. Which, because to me, if I'm kidnapping someone, I don't give a fuck about where your phone is. I'm not going to leave it just in your car. You know what I mean? It's probably going to get thrown in the woods or this, 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 and that. So what we really saw while Carly claims that she was, you know, following this small endangered toddler, she was looking for the spot where she knew she could go to go to this motel that she was staying in. The bitch fucking was lying. And then they looked up her, like her, like why do people always think that you can just delete your browser history and it's gone forever? They don't understand a single thing about how technology actually works. Nothing at all. Like when I delete my porn, I know that if James really wants to find out what I was looking at, he can find out what I was looking at. Regardless oh, yeah. if you just 
delete you really almost delete things so that in case someone uses your phone they don't accidentally go to the last website you were on <laughs> that's basically all that it yeah, does yeah it's not yeah you're not beating forensics not at all so what they found was that she had this is so fucking dumb she had searched do you have to pay money for an amber alert <laughs> With this somebody who in nursing school. Ugh. Okay. Then she looked up the movie Taken. Liam Neeson, I guess she thought you was going to look for her ass. Or she was in the hopes that you didn't come looking for Because Liam Neeson going to find you. That's for goddamn sure. Well, I mean, he has a particular set of skills. I mean, even though his child got kidnapped like three different times, he still found her each time. Okay. Then what, what else did she look up? It was something else that was... There was also, it was like a one-way ticket to Birmingham. Yes, like yes, that. yes, 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 yes. So this bitch had everybody, white people, black people, Hispanic people, Native Americans, everybody looking for her ass. And she really thought by snatching off her wig and leaving it in her car, that was really going to make, a black woman, I don't care if you kidnapping me, we keeping this wig. Because I paid right too there. much money for this motherfucking wig. If you going to kidnap me and they going to find my body, they going to find my body with this lace front on. All the way on. And it bet be tight. So it's just, it, it, she didn't even do it right. She just smelled it, everybody, but did yeah. half, like, like a half-ass version. She did worse than him. You think so? Worse? Yeah. I mean, he actually hired people. To she should have hired people. I mean, she didn't hire a baby. Yeah, I she mean, just made up one in her fucking head. Yeah, I was saying, she just made up everything. She just made up everything. Jesse was on the smarter end of stupid. <laughs> okay? There you go. He's on the smarter end of stupid. She was just stupid, stupid. You know? I feel like if my child, I don't care if my child is 55 years old and she did some bullshit like this, police, don't worry about it. Mm, judge, I got this. I got this. I'm telling y'all, don't waste no more money on this bitch right here because I'm going to take care of it. My foot would be so far up her ass that my you would see my toes coming out her throat, okay? She would catch holy hell for the rest of her life. This is one of those that we're going to handle this internally. We got this. Y'all did y'all's part. The rest of it going to be left up to the Holmans and the Owenses. We got this. That Y'all did good. Thank y'all. We'll send y'all some edible arrangements. But the rest of it, we're going to take care of right. One thing was she was going to get on national TV and fucking apologize. Yes. I would make her ass to do that. So now she's trying to play the crazy car, right? Yep. So they, this stupid again, they have found out all of this information all of it every part of it okay this is what this is what she gonna tell somebody I, I just need a couple of days. It's still real foggy. It's foggy. I just need a couple of days to get my mind right, my memory coming. Now you have amnesia too? You, she can't remember. She's having, as people say, memory problems. She's having a memory problems, okay? Fuck the whole memory. It's memory problems. I can't, I just remember that it was a, a man with orange hair that came out of the woods. Was it Trump? Was it Carrot Top? Was it Krusty the Clown? <laughs> Who was it? Who's a white man, man with orange hair came out of the woods. Sideshow Bob. To, yeah, to come get <laughs> you? 
It and was, leave the baby? It was a, a woman. Baby? Yeah, but the baby was there somehow. And this is why I said the baby might have been white. Because she said a white man with orange hair. Yep, okay, that's, that's Irish. Now she, now she going against the Irish and the Scottish people. It was one of them who kidnapped her. Then she's like, it was a woman. But I didn't see the woman. But the woman was playing with my hair. Was it your hair hair? Or was it another wig that you had put on? I don't know. Was your hair in cornrows since they snatched the wig off your head? How was she? I need details about how she was playing with your hair. And then she she laid me in her lap. She's playing with my hair and feeding me cheeses. Wow. Was it the cheeses that you brought from Target and brought along with you? That was really nice to ship fed you your own shit. It just makes zero sense to me. And it really is so just, I mean, I've been wearing a hat everywhere I go. And my hat be so down low, it touched the tip of my nose. Because I am embarrassed to be black right now. But glad you made it home. Unconscious. Because remember her fam family, they first said she was unconscious. Yeah. But then when uh, EMS got there, she was up talking. She yeah. was good. Nothing was wrong with her. But yeah. like, bitch, did nothing happen to you except for your man didn't want you. Which her boyfriend now is trying to get a restraining order from her and her whole family. I, I would. You're I mean, crazy. She, she's crazy. Yeah, they're crazy. All right, so we'll move along from Carly Russell, who every time I say her name, I have to think really hard because I always want to say Carly Lee Jepsen, who sang this song. So here's my number. So call me, maybe. Oh, I keep wanting to say Carrie Russell. I don't know. It's just fucked up. We, yeah. I don't think we, no one should ever name their baby Carly after this incident right So here's now. the thing now. Do you think she ruined it for the next black girl that actually does get killed? Well, that's a fear. That's a genuine fear. Look how long. If you think of all the nationally made cases of someone being missing, how did they look? Um, pretty white. Pretty light. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and there's so many. Either, either white or babies. Yes, I agree. So what she has done is something that we have advocated for for so long. And, it, and, and, and not to fault her because it's wrong in general that we don't make national attention for going missing. That's just wrong within itself. They must listen, listen to Jason Aldean up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Alabama. Uh, so, um, yes, I think it has it set us back for something that we have been fighting for. And she fucked it up the very first time we get it. But that's black people shit right there. We do that. We not will true. fuck shit up in a minute you give us an inch we gonna take ninety nine thousand miles with it all right moving along oh gosh now this is another mom who i know is pissed the fuck off lenithia nini links the legend from real housewives of atlanta her you know she's got two sons she has her son bryson the one with the big wide nose that looked just like the grandfather that she found on season, what was it, season two or three, which we knew we didn't have to do a DNA test because once we saw that man, we said, God damn, he looked like Bryson, that son. And then she also has her son, Brent, who she had with her husband, Greg Leakes. May he rest in peace. So her son is not, you know, he, he, he loves the, breaking the law. There's been several cases where he's been doing shit throughout the... Hell, he got arrested a couple of times while Nene was still on the show. Remember that one time he got arrested for, like, stealing razor blades inside yeah, of Walgreens? How is dumb. your mom... I think that no matter how pissed off Nene is at you, she will give you $10 to buy you some cheap-ass razors to shave your face. But no, he went inside. Hey, he, as she said, he had his debit card with him, and he still decided to, to steal the razors. But, okay. So he got arrested last week 
apparently he was at I'm a little bit fuzzy with the details kind of like how Carly was with her kidnapping um he was at a house that was he was not supposed to be in with some other people there was lots of drugs it looks like he may have been selling drugs I want to say something having to do with fentanyl all right so when the cops get there they're like you know who are you what's your name da, da, da. you know cop shit he tells them that he is Brent Leakes. That is his younger brother, who we all recall almost died last year because he had a stroke. Not to mention, he is multiple years older than Brent, but he gave his brother's name. So when he first went down to jail when they arrested him, there is actually a record that still has Brent's name on it because they didn't realize until they fucking fingerprinted him and saw that he was really Bryson. Oh, man. That's fucked up. That is. And also, stupid shit. Because did you think they were not going to fingerprint you and run it through their system and it wasn't going to pop up that your knuckleheaded ass's name was Bryson? I don't get that. Why would you... Okay, let's say... Let's... Okay, I'm trying to think of a scenario where I would blame my brothers instead of me. No, I didn't eat that last cookie, Mom. Dante did. Something like that. Not like you got arrested for drugs. Not just like a traffic ticket. You got arrested for drugs and gave your little brother, who in a sense is still recovering from almost dying last year, you gave them his name. Yeah, I was looking. It says it's, uh, yeah, charges included um, possession of a Schedule II controlled substance, violation of probation, loitering, and giving a false name. Giving a fucking false name. Like, That's a charge. Yes, it is. It's illegal to do that. I know his mom is so mother. Do y'all remember that episode? If you're a fan of Real Housewives. So actually the saying that I'm about to say was her talking to Bryson for fucking up. Now I know you done lost your goddamn mind. And when you find your mind, you come find me. I know that is what she has that on repeat for every time he tries to make a uh, call to her. She goes ahead and accepts it, but she just plays that right there, that, that, that voiceover right there every time. And then it goes clean. Like how embarrassing. Terribly embarrassing. That is just so like, it's embarrassing. It's, it's, it's just wrong. I don't even know if I would fuck with my brother after that. I just, I don't think Nene's going to fuck with him after this. And not to mention, he's got like 17 kids. Well, didn't, I mean, didn't she like make him stay in jail? She did. Yeah. Remember, so. it was an episode that Peter, <laughs> who used to be married to Cynthia, had to make him go down there and bail him out. Yeah. She left him in there for days and days and days, which maybe he should have fucking stayed. Because well, a mom time, will always see something in their child that that child is able to fool everybody else with. But you as your mom, as the mom, you know, your kid is fucked up. Yeah, exactly. And this is like felony possession. So he's I mean, he's he could do some real time. But and he's been in prison. He's been in trouble before. Yeah. So doesn't it get to like so many times you've been arrested and gone to jail? You're like a habitual offender. I mean, you can be Wait a, a repeat offender. Wait, um, didn't I sound but... smart when I said that? Yeah, I you sound did. Really smart. You I really said did. the word right in there. That's my. I don't assumption. know if Georgia is one of those, um, like a three strike. I don't think it's a three strike state, but I bet you offenders. Nene is somewhere talking to government officials in Georgia to make it a three strike state. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna add a strike <laughs> just his to ass make it a two strike. There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so. I have a BAM report. Oh, boy. Now, you know you a motherfucking crackhead. If Lamar Odom, 
Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom. Comes to you and tells you, you need help. <laughs> you have a problem. I'm going to take you to where I went to. Because remember that time they found me half dead at the Bunny Ranch Motel in Las Vegas? And I had did like 18 eight balls of crack cocaine and was in a car. He was like, Lamar almost died. Yeah, he was bad. Dad. Like he was, this is when Chloe lost all that motherfucking weight. Because she was taking care of him, worrying about him. And that they would have to make her leave the hospital. And she would just, that's when she became gym obsessed right there. Because Lamar, I mean, Lamar. Okay, so I don't know if you guys watch College Hill or not. College Hill Celebrity Edition. But he was on there last season. And Lamar ain't all right in the head. He even admits that. I'm not all right in the head. From when I had, he had like seven strokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So when Lamar Odom comes to you and says, you have a problem, you know you are damn near death. You know you are one snort, one smoke away from a massive heart attack. And we're going to be seeing Bam Margera from Jackass has died. Let me knock on wood because I really hope it doesn't happen. And do you know that motherfucker still left that rehab? He left rehab early again. I'm sure. So now... He's back in the news because he has released a video that he promises that he's going to kick every one of his former jackass castmates' asses. I just want to know, so are you going to be coached what? out when you do it? Are you going to be sober? Because to me, Bam look a little bit out of shape, and that's just from eating bad. It's like Estevo and Johnny Knoxville, all those guys look pretty good. They're doing pretty good. You know why? Because they quit doing fucking drugs. Yes. Yeah. I don't feel like you could probably even chase Steve-O. Like, no. No. I don't. No. Mm-mm. No. I don't That's know what far. Bam's going to do at this point. I mean, I think he's maxed out on help. He's probably going to winehouse it at some point. All I can say is he's got a pretty strong heart thus far and a pretty fucking strong liver. He's a tolerant motherfucker. Yeah, he is. But, bam, do better. And stop trying to see that baby. That baby mama is not going to let you see this child. Like, just get yourself, get yourself even halfway together, okay? And when they have those little visits at the rehab where it's family day, Go ahead and invite the baby to come up with them because you need complete and total supervision to be, well, really around yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, just to exist. Yeah. The, like, I, Bam, I think you have a better opportunity of seeing that baby that Carly Russell saw before you see the baby that is actually biologically yours. <laughs> we'll be right back. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to our show. And again, if you like our show, tell your friends, tell your fam. don't tell your family. Cause then they're going to probably judge you based off of the things that they hear me say on this show. But yeah, tell a friend, tell a coworker, you know, listen to the Libra lounge with Keisha. All right. So finally we are wrapping up mama June. The bitch finally had her wedding. All of her children attended the wedding. Yay. June. But in true June fashion, she decided to have her wedding in Pensacola. I want to say it was Pensacola, Florida, during the winter months. And it was a beach wedding. You know why she was able to do that? Why? Because crackheads don't get cold. 
True. <laughs> they don't get cold. And I, I will admit, when June was originally planning the wedding, as she said, all the different colors that it was going to have, it was, it, 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 basically it was tropical Skittles. All the colors that are in a bag of tropical Skittles were the <laughs> colors for June's wedding. It actually didn't look that bad. It didn't. It didn't look that bad. It was country as fuck because for their rehearsal dinner, they had Papa John's on the beach. How the fuck did... Pizza on the beach. Pizza, Papa... Not not even like some gourmet pizza place from Florida. It was Papa John's. And then it was outside, which meant it was cold. And here she goes, make sure y'all get that garlic sauce, y'all. Get them banana peppers, y'all. Don't leave hungry. Like, bitch, we leaving cold and possibly with <laughs> pneumonia. Like, you couldn't afford to do this anywhere on the inside. So I was happy that all the girls showed up for June, including, including her da- daughter, Anna. And they all walked her down the aisle. June looked, she, June looked as good as June could probably ever hope to look in life. Is that fair? Uh, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there was nothing really special about the wedding, but the inside looked really great. Whoever did like the event planning, they didn't have a whole bunch to work with, but they did a pretty good job. And I'm not going to lie, the food was slapping. I mean, they had fried chicken, chicken fried steak, uh, nana pudding, uh, macaroni and cheese. Like their place were maxed to the top of shot. Don't leave Y'all, y'all, y'all want seconds, thirds, get all that you want. Do not leave hungry. My God damn, bitch. Didn't you have weight loss surgery? Why, like, why are you forcing this food? But the food looked really, really good. And it looked like they had a really good time. The cake looked good. But it's just, it's just, it's always going to have a little bit of trash to it because it's June. You know what I mean? Just. So I got to ask. Mm-hmm. Does she just not count her wedding to Sugar Bear in 2013? They were never married. She had a wedding in 2013. You can have a wedding and not be married. So they never got actually married. They never got actually married. Wow. Yeah, this is her first husband. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, would you marry Sugar Bear? No, I wouldn't. Mama June Bear? No, I'm just saying you had a wedding and you didn't get married? Yeah, a lot of fucking celebrities do that shit too. This is not, yeah, people just. This was 2013, before she was a celebrity. Yeah, it's fucking June. Why are you saying like you're so surprised? It's June. Good point. Yeah, so they get, they do the wedding, everything's great, the girls look, they look great, and then they have the final scene from the season, which is the phone call. So you've got Anna, you know, their oldest daughter, the oldest daughter, and her and June are on the phone, and they three-way call Pumpkin and Alana. I don't know. I can't remember if Jessica was on the phone. Probably not, because, like, June doesn't fucking like Jessica. Like, they just have her there for maybe a little bit of normalcy. I don't know. So that's <clears throat> when Anna breaks the news to, which it was the, I mean, you can't say how you would announce that you have cancer to your family, but I just feel like it wouldn't be like how she announced it. She's like, well, guess what y'all's older sister then got herself? Stage four cancer. That is how she made the announcement to them. Do you think that 
that could have had a little bit, little bit more tack to it, perhaps. A tad. Um, I don't know, and I'm sure some people will be like, "Oh, she's in good spirits." But I tell you what, if I had that diagnosis, y'all wouldn't even be able to understand what the fuck I said. I would just have to hand y'all the letter from the doctor because <laughs> I wouldn't be able to speak, snot. I just it would be bad. But she just kind of. I don't know, which she has been getting a lot of slack for her behavior on TikTok. One, because she's on TikTok live for multiple hours every single night. And like, she's got these daughters who like, I think they're giving her at most five years. Uh, but it is, it is terminal. She's going to die from it. There's nothing else that they can do. So she's always on TikTok eating like having her face real close up to the camera, <laughs> laughing like that. Then if her girl is coming, she's like, get in bed. It's time for y'all to go to bed. And so people will be on a lot of like, if I have terminal cancer, I just feel like the need, I would have a need to want to tuck my children in every single night instead of yelling at them to go get in the bed. Then there's other people like, look, she's handling it the best that she can. But what is she really even doing on the live? Nothing. She's in the same unmade bed every time. Um, with pretty much the set. It looks like she got a pajama set from Walmart, and just wears a different one from for. I mean, she's on there every single night. Wow. Which I get it. You're you're still supposed to live life, but I just feel a little bit more like I'm gonna learn how to paint. So I can paint things and leave it for my kids so they can see that their mom painted this. I'm probably going to want to sleep with my small kids like every single night. You know what I'm saying? But she is the product of June motherfucking Shannon. That's all I can say. So that wraps up Mama June. We just have Felon Friday. We have the we had the season premiere of Love During Lockup, which I will be doing my small recaps of it. But if you want to hear me do the full re recap, make sure to check me out on Pink Shape Podcast every Monday. I'm co-hosting with I am Mary Payne's co-host on that, and we have a have a full recap on there right now. So make sure to go to iTunes, download it, listen to it live, send me a message what you thought about the show and then next week if i decide to record i'll do my own version of the recap stop talking about me stop laughing at me james you know you don't know my life you don't know i kind of know your life i'm kind of part of it you think you are oh okay. but i have several men who think that they are and three babies on the road and three babies on the road <laughs> who i'm gonna just keep following and have all my hazards while i'm Following them, where they go. looking for the man with orange hair. Now, yeah. here's a fuck though. Everybody gonna be scared of men with fucking orange red hair. You should be. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is our show, guys. Bye. Bye. It's the Libra. The Libra. Ooh.